0: Ladies and gentlemen, Gene Therapy. I'm Coach Gene Clemens. Thank you for joining me, CWN Sports. We really do appreciate everybody that's following along with the podcast and everything that we've done to this point. We know that you can listen to anybody. You can get content from anybody. We appreciate the fact that you come to CWN Sports to just listen to the things that, I, that may be on my mind that I want to talk about and it's it's a very serious pod today because it's a very serious subject and that is the Deshaun Watson case um, I, I thought a minute because I was supposed to have done a pod on something else and I decided against it I decided that this needed to be addressed head on and the reason that I decided that it needed to be addressed head on is because I want people to understand that there are two sides to these things and that it's okay to empathize with both sides. I think we're, I think we're, we're pretty honest in our, in our assessment of what's going on here, right? The Sean Watson was accused. He was accused of sexual misconduct by, several women, excuse me, by a woman. And I'm going to take you through the timeline that I can follow because that's the only way I can do it. He was accused of doing something um, or some type of sexual misconduct versus a woman. And the lawyer for that woman tried to extort him for money. Wanted him to pay and told him that if he didn't pay, They were going to ruin his life. And so Deshaun Watson, I'm assuming, feeling that he had done nothing wrong, didn't pay. And that's when the things became public. And then all of a sudden, all of these names came out of women who had had dealings with Deshaun Watson, all of a sudden became public. But they were all filing civil charges. None of them had gone to the police. They had all filed civil charges. And so then when the backlash started to come against Watson and then against this lawyer and these women that were involved in this case of, hey, why are these women not going to the court, to the court system? That's when the inquiries were taken out from the police. So over the next year, the police did their due diligence. They formulated evidence. They gave it to the DA, and the DA put it before the grand jury. By the way, all of this time, Deshaun Watson did not play. Deshaun Watson was essentially vilified by every single person who was out there with a microphone that weighed in on the case. For the people who did not vilify Deshaun Watson, they were complicit in their silence. And and for good reason, because when you come out on one side or the other in a case like this, There are no winners. Either you are with the mob that's asking somebody to be guilty before they've ever even had their opportunity or their day in court. Or. You're claiming or you're you're defending somebody that has not had a day in court either way, in my opinion, that's a bad way to roll. And so. Deshaun Watson had to sit back and he had to deal with the way in which he was being he was being portrayed in the media, in public, on social media until just recently Deshaun Watson, and I believe this happened on March 11th, the grand jury in his Houston cases decided that they were not going to file or they were not going to proceed forward with charges now just so you understand a grand jury the burden of proof for a grand jury is extremely low nowhere near the level of what a of what you would need in a civil court let alone a criminal court so those people just looked at all the evidence and said, we don't feel as if there's enough here to form a case and to and to formally prosecute Deshaun Watson for these crimes. Now, in full disclosure, does that mean that Deshaun Watson didn't do something that was unsavory? It doesn't mean that. Does it mean that he most likely didn't do something that was illegal. I think it's pretty safe to say that if 22 women came forward and all accused a man of doing something and then the the court system went through their due diligence because they have to, I think it's pretty safe to say that maybe He didn't do anything that was to the level of jail time. To the level of we need to prosecute him. Again, I'm not saying that he didn't necessarily do something that wasn't that, that, that was, that was, you know, questionable. That he didn't do something that was unsavory, that was unkind, I don't know. And at the end of the day, the only people who are ever going to know what happened in those rooms between those massage therapists and Deshaun Watson is Deshaun Watson, those therapists, and God. But a grand jury looked at all the evidence and decided this isn't a case we're we're moving forward with. That's important, right? And I've heard people say, "Oh well, you know, it's hard to get, um, you know, it's hard to get a, a, a serial, a serial um, rapist or a serial assault person charged." No, it's not. We see, we see um, all the time. That people get charged with rape or with sexual assault with one accuser, let alone 22 accusers. So, the idea that somehow they're covering this up because Watson's a football player is ridiculous, if anything. The fact that Watson is a football player works against him because there is more reason for a district attorney to want to prosecute because of the history of players in the NFL and what they've done. There is more reason for people to want to um, see Watson go through that process because of the history of football players with domestic violence and with sexual assault issues and, 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 and all of the other things that a small percentage of NFL players have done, but has affected the larger populace. So I believe that they 100% wanted to have and put Deshaun Watson on trial. But a funny thing happened on the way to you know, this happening is They got this information. They wanted people to come forward. I don't know how many of them did. I don't know how many of the 22 actually came forward and said, hey, no, no, no. This is what. But I'm pretty sure they tried to reach out. You hear all of the negative stuff coming out from this. Oh, well, they didn't do this. So Deshaun Watson pled the fifth. I don't really think it matters. Why does he need to speak if the other side doesn't have a case? The burden of proof is not on the, the, the person that is being that is being accused. The burden of proof is on the accusers. And so why is it that we, we find in these cases an inability to just accept that somebody may not have done anything wrong or may not have done anything illegal. Maybe if we think it's right or wrong morally, right? Maybe that someone did something right or wrong morally, but maybe they didn't do anything illegal. See, this is not me sitting here trying to defend Deshaun Watson. He doesn't need me to defend him. Deshaun Watson is rich beyond money that I may, that I probably will never know anything about. Deshaun Watson has operated in a way that he has laid down tracks of good deeds. Deshaun Watson does not need me to defend him. Deshaun Watson doesn't need me to um, come to his back. I'm here to talk about the case of guilty until proven guilty. Because that's what that's the world we're in. That's the times that we're living in now. You are guilty until proven guilty. I have seen I have seen posts where people have compared this situation to OJ Simpson, and they've compared this situation to Ray Lewis, Lewis. They have talked about how it took this, this, and this, and that for people to get Epstein. I don't understand how people can automatically just assume that the Sean Watson is powerful enough to make a grand jury decide that he should not be convicted. Supposedly, I mean, should not be tried. Not even convicted, but he should not be tried. However, I'll say this. I'll say this. We see outrage about we see outrage about when police officers are not held accountable for um, the murders that they've taken taken part in, or when they're when they've been given extremely light um, sentences. But then people just move on. There's outrage for a day, and then we hear a bunch of people get on and say, "Well." You know, that's the that's the law. That's the system that we have. Justice, this, this is the legal system, right? But then we'll turn and say about Deshaun Watson, well, the legal system is corrupt or be, because of football, he was able to receive a pass. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't know what world y'all live in. But let me tell you that as someone who's grown up in the world of football, you do not get passes on these things unless someone is covering up something. And that's not a pass. A cover up is not a pass. A cover up eventually always gets out. And when it does, everybody falls. So in this case, who's covering things up? The word is out there. The law is involved. The law was involved. They did an investigation. They put it before the grand jury, and the grand jury came back and said, nah, don't do that. And for that, Deshaun Watson is still being vilified. He's still being vilified. Again, I've already talked about. I've already talked about what they've caught them. But here's what I'll tell you. How bad of a case must the prosecution have if they couldn't get a grand jury to indict him? When grand juries will indict people merely off hearsay. Like how bad was the was the was the case? How awful was the case? Because at the end of the day, if you don't have enough to um if you don't have enough to to to, to get an understanding that 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 this guy should stand trial not be guilty right because he's innocent until proven guilty supposedly but if he if you don't think he should stand trial then that's saying we don't think anything illegal happened or we can't prove anything illegal happened but here's what I here's what I take it I take um so here's what I take offense to right Because if he was to go to court, if he was to go to court and he was found not guilty, then people would come on social media and in in the news and in public and they would say, well, he was found not guilty. That doesn't mean he's innocent. With him not even being tried, That's there's people out here saying, well, just because the grand jury won't indict him doesn't mean he's innocent. So, forever, the Sean Watson has to be guilty of a crime that not only has he not been charged with, right? Not only has he been charged with, but that no one has any real proof other than somebody's word versus his, it's two different stories, and the only people who know what happened inside are the two people involved. I'm not saying that he's innocent of everything, but I'm saying how can you continue to call him guilty? How can you continue, how can you continue to call this man a serial predator. How can you continue to throw shade on his name when everything that he had done beforehand spoke to someone who was a good human being? And none of us, not one of us, not the people who defend Watson, not the people who think that Watson is a scumbag, not a one of us, None of the, none of the people in between none of us know what happened between those two people This isn't a situation like the police officers where they shoot somebody and there's the camera footage and we see what happened and so we're on we're on the side of the victim and then it comes out that they don't even want to indict the the officer we're not talking about those types of situations we're not talking about the situations where we see everything in front of us we choose the victim and yet and still they decide not to prosecute the 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 the, the offender this isn't a situation where there was a cover up There was never a cover up. The person said, the lawyer that was for the woman said, Listen, pay us this money or we're going to take you to court. He didn't pay the money. They took him, they tried to take him to court. They have it in civil court. The law picked it up. Hey, we need to make sure there's nothing criminal here. Guess what? They didn't find anything criminal. So we as a people should be moving on. We as a people should turn our attention to something else, but we won't. Why? Because the mob needs a victim. The mob needs somebody to devour. And the mob doesn't really care whether you're innocent or guilty. You can't tell me that people out here are out here for the truth. The moment there were allegations against Watson, people said he was done. Even while he was going through what he was going through and there were no charges, people were like, well, with all of the situations surrounding Watson, a team would be foolish to trade for him. And I keep going, what situation? is the situation simply oh well he's accused of he's accused of raping somebody he's accused of sexual assault accused if you're accused that means that someone has to prove right if you're accused That means somebody has to figure out whether or not you're lying, whether or not that person that accused you is lying or telling the truth. And then they have to prove that you did what you are accused of doing. So what are we talking about here? Why why is everybody so willing to just completely and totally destroy this man? The cruel joke of it all, right? The cruel joke of it all, when Kobe Bryant, when Kobe Bryant and his daughter passed away, there were people out there who came out and wrote op-ed pieces about Kobe Bryant and his and his case or his situation when he was in in in, in Colorado and was accused. of of sexual assault against a young lady that was later settled out of court, I believe. Charges were dropped. He vehemently denied. But for the rest of his life, he was saddled with that accusation. For the rest of his life, He was saddled with the thought that he was, that he did. And the only reason he got away with it is because he was a wealthy athlete. The sad part about it is that if you take money away, it happens to the everyday guy. Except they don't have the money to put up high-priced defenses. Right. Because we only talk about one side of this. We only ever talk about the alleged victim. But we never talk about when the person who's being accused is actually the victim. And I'm not saying that Kobe Bryant was the victim. Although. Although it is very interesting that. Kobe Bryant says, hey, something happened. But it wasn't wasn't unconsensual. We haven't heard from Deshaun Watson. But even in the testimony of the women, they say, oh, well, I, I, I did it, but I didn't feel comfortable about it. But a lot of them don't say that they were forced to do it. There's a lot of talking around the subject. But if you take away the Sean Watson's money. If you take away Kobe Bryant's money. Then what you're left with are guys who are accused that don't have a way to defend themselves. And what happens is that you end up with guys who take plea bargains because they don't want to be found guilty and spend the rest of their life in jail. See, if you want to have the conviction of, well, you know, you shouldn't you shouldn't plead guilty to anything that you're not guilty of. Well, that's all well and good. That sounds that sounds great. But if you feel like the evidence is against you, there's no way for you to be able to prove your innocence if you feel that way, but you're guilty. I mean, if you feel that way and you know or you have a good feeling, your lawyer, who probably has 75 other cases, has a a feeling that you're going to be found guilty, Do you have the courage to say, no, I'm going to hold out because I know I'm innocent and I'll take whatever they give me because I'm innocent? Do you have the ability to do that? Because if you don't have the ability to do that, then there's a good chance you're going to take that plea bargain. There's a good chance that you're going to walk that line. And you're going to say, "Okay, I'll do that five years. And register as a sex offender. Because I don't want to do 25 years. The entire plot of when they see us. Right. The entire situation between those boys was that the police scared them so much The police scared them so much that they didn't understand what was going on and they ended up getting railroaded. They ended up getting railroaded and spent years of their life in jail for crimes they never committed. We see it all the time. Yes. There are women out there who have been, who have been um, sexually assaulted, and their and they're, and their attackers have been been able to get away with it. But on the other side, there have been guys and women out there who have not done anything wrong, have been accused, and still been convicted of crimes they never committed. So where do we draw the line at when somebody is able to walk away free? Why do we get to arbitrarily decide who's guilty and who's innocent? If we're going to say, hey, this is the law of the land, then we should keep that same energy all the time. We shouldn't be able to arbitrarily decide when we want to go with what the law says and when we don't want to go with what the law said. We did it in the OJ trial. The law said not guilty. The world said, ah, he did it. The world said he did it so much that his entire life was ruined after that. He was never able to live that down. You don't have to feel bad for OJ. I'm just telling you how this went. This man went through the legal system. The legal system that many other people have gone through, been found not guilty, and have been able to, re- to restart their life. <clears throat> They've been able to continue on with their life. But in O.J.'s case, he was not. In O.J.'s case, he was found not guilty and his life was ruined. To a point where he was down to his last dollars, he got desperate. He went into a place to try to get his memorabilia back and was set up. And then as a result, the judge in the case gave him the type of numbers that he that that he would have probably received if he had been found guilty of guilty of murder so years later they were able to get him on something that, so years later they were able to get him on something that they couldn't get him on earlier he did his time he came out And after he's out, they are still dragging his name through the mud. They're still making him feel as if he's guilty of murder, even though that's not what, even though he was never convicted of that. So it is guilty until proven guilty. If you're not guilty, oh, he did it. Or, excuse me, oh, well, just because he's not guilty doesn't mean he's innocent. Well, what does it mean? If it doesn't mean he's innocent, what you're telling me is it means he's guilty. Oh, well, he's not going to be tried. Well, just because he's not going to be indicted doesn't mean he's innocent. Well, if it doesn't mean that he's innocent, then what does it mean? He's guilty. If he's, guilt, if he's found guilty, then you go, I told you. This is the way in which you can never be wrong. What's so difficult about saying, hey, this story felt weird from the beginning. There's probably some things that we're never going to know about. Is Deshaun Watson completely innocent in in this situation? Probably not. He probably did something unsavory. Are these women completely innocent in this situation absolutely not they probably see a means to an end but the but to, but to immediately just say off with his head without ever actually hearing any legitimate information instead we're going to go off of youtube videos off a youtube video interview that one of the victims did with with some shock job with somebody that's out there to get like reaction and clicks we're never we're not going to give someone their day in court and when the court decides this doesn't even deserve to be in court we're going to go it's a setup They just want him to play football. Football is king. You know what football did this year when Deshaun Watson didn't play? It kept on going. It did not miss a beat. Football didn't miss Deshaun Watson at all. And if Deshaun Watson ceased to exist today, football would continue on without Deshaun Watson. There is not one football player that moves the needle where football would stop if that player no longer existed tom brady retired saw how quickly everybody got over him and said i'm back that's what happens that's what happens the player football don't need doesn't doesn't rely on the players one particular player the football relies on the collective but the player needs football that's how it goes here is the truth whether people want to believe it or not nobody's covering for deshaun watson there's no agenda there's no really there's no need to be an agenda football does not need Deshaun Watson in order to thrive. Last year, when Deshaun Watson was sitting out because of all of this situation, football went on. People moved on. Hell, the Titans moved on and while we're sitting here being honest about it with a worse team and worse quarterback had the same record so it's not as if football is making is 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 pulling the strings because some because for some reason they need Deshaun Watson back in the league in order to like you know make money That's not how this thing works. In fact, one of the genius models of the NFL is making people fall in love with the team and not in love with the players. So that it doesn't matter that Tom Brady spent a million years with New England and won all of those championships. People are still New England fans. That's, that's, the, that's the interesting part, is that through all of it, everything that happens, the fans are still the fans of the teams that they love, not of the players. So even if you have a Deshaun Watson fan out there, Deshaun Watson is not going to move fans to stop going to watch football. The same way that your favorite college football player doesn't all of a sudden convince people to stop rooting for their local or or the college team that they rooted for and go root for him because they love him so much. In fact, football, unlike basketball, unlike baseball, they don't even market their players well. They've never marketed their players well. And, and I shouldn't say unlike baseball, because baseball does a horrible job of marketing their players. But baseball is, a lot of baseball tends to be driven off of the players because they those are the players that, that win games. For, for a large contingency of football players or for football teams, if you just threw the players up in the air and they landed in different places, you would probably get similar results. Parity, parody, parody, parody. And then one team gets hot at the end and wins it all. In no way is Deshaun Watson integral to the fabric of football. So all of these narratives about football being big business and that Deshaun Watt, things are being done because Deshaun is a football player, they're bullshit. Period. in Straight BS. Oh, well, there's agendas. No, no, no. If there was to be an indictment with little to no evidence, then you could say there was an agenda. But it's hard to say there's an agenda when there's little to no evidence. And why are we acting as if large amounts of people have never lied before? This country is built off lies. The country is built off lies. Fortune 500 companies out here that have built their name off lies. Way more than 22. We're talking hundreds, thousands of people all lying at once for the common goal. Why would these people lie? It's really simple. There's a windfall in it. Sean Watson just signed a $100 million plus contract. Deshaun Watson is getting upper echelon money. So we know the motivation for the people to accuse. We know that Deshaun Watson would be motivated to keep this thing out of the press. But Deshaun Watson doesn't have any power to do so. Anytime these ladies want to come out and tell their story, there's going to be some outlet ready to pay them for their story. And the only reason they haven't taken it is because in their mind that's the short money. They're not going to get millions from a, a news outlet to tell their story. That's the short money. And it's okay it's okay if you, um, it's okay if you, if if you want to champion them. If you want to support them, I support them. If Deshaun Watson has done something wrong, he should pay for it. But if Deshaun Watson hasn't done anything wrong, illegally. If he hasn't broken any laws, then he should not be kept from earning a living, from continuing his career. And he shouldn't at every single turn you get an opportunity to be vilified because you think he might be guilty. Because you don't know. The same way that I don't know he's completely innocent is the same way that I don't know he's guilty. So I have to go off the information that I've been given. I have to go off the information that has been given to me by the people who are intimate with the case. And those people sat back, reviewed the info, and said, this is not enough to indict a person. So who am I to get on them and say, no, you're wrong? Who am I to say, oh, well, he's still still guilty? This is not the same case as some of these other cases where the evidence is overwhelming and yet people still get off or they still have loopholes to try to appeal or they still have loopholes where Yeah, they got they got sentenced, but they got the minimum amount of sentencing and they're going to be able to be home and back with their families in no time. Even though if the shoes were reversed, you would bury them under the jail. Remember, these are the same law enforcement people who Plastico Burris shot himself. He shot himself and they put that man in jail. They made him do jail time for shooting himself. This is the type of society that we live in. So it is not surprising to me that if somebody had done something that was illegal, he would be prosecuted for it. If they felt like somebody did something illegal, he would be prosecuted for it. If they had enough evidence to indict the person they would be indicting him because there's no other reason not to. Everybody deserves the respect and dignity of being believed. But everybody also, with that, deserves the respect and dignity of if they have done something wrong, then they should be punished. But if it's proven that they have not done anything wrong and they've gone through the proper steps of the legal system, that they should be allowed to live their life. That's the part that I think we miss. We don't have to make these decisions so quickly. We don't have to come to, you know, the the, the conclusion before we seen the story before we watched it unfold we can wait I think sometimes in our microwave society we we want to be first so much that we're willing to be on the side of what we believe is right that we don't always wait to find out exactly what side is right that leaves us to be embarrassed by the mistakes that we make We find it in evaluation and we find it a lot of times in these situations where people have gone to bad and believe one thing only to find out that one thing is not true. And then instead of just coming out and saying, you know what, my bad, I apologize. That's not true. We double down because we want to, we want to be right so bad that we can't fathom this, this thought that we're going to be judged as being wrong. And, and that leads to a lot of mistakes in life I just hope that we can be better when it comes to these situations because every, again, I, I say it and I hope that people out there really believe me every woman who is acu- who, who accuses someone of a crime against them, they should be believed it should be investigated if need be, it should go to trial and if that person is guilty, they should go to jail However, every single person that is accused deserves to write, deserves the right for their day in court. And if that day in court does not come because the people who are in charge of, of enforcing the law says, we don't believe anything has happened, or at least it's not enough for us to say with definitivity that something happened, we should not say that they are, still criminals and that they somehow got away with something we should just respect the fact that maybe they didn't do it and leave it at that ladies and gentlemen that's been another episode of gene therapy i'm coach gene clemens just some things on my mind things in my brain stay tuned the ncaa tournament is coming up it started on thursday i will be dropping a special gene therapy podcast and in column on Thursday talking about my love for the NCAA tournament and for basketball as a whole. So until then, make sure you're checking us out, CWN Sports. Y'all stay blessed.